Welcome to Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. And uh, I'm trying to avoid having an existential crisis. And sometimes this podcast is the only thing that keeps me sane. Do you think like, it's, do you think it's your purpose in life, Reed? To keep you sane? No, to do the podcast. Well, okay, do you think it's your purpose in life to keep me sane, too? I don't. Yeah, that'd be, that's a lot. That's <laughs> it's a lot to carry. That's deep. Uh, no, I don't think my purpose is to do this podcast. That's nice for you, that you have other things. You do, too. <laughs> I know. A few. Good. My other purpose, satisfied. <laughs> Ty, sane one more day. Oh, you tricked me in order to help me be sane. This week we're going to be talking about Ford versus Ferrari. Which engendered in me an existential crisis. See? Because you're not doing something you're passionate about. Oh, no. Or the man always keeps you down. (laughs) No, you can do everything right. You can follow your passions and be a good person or try to be a good person. And you still die. Well, you still get screwed, and then you die. Yeah, that that is true. You still die. Well, let's let's not get too deep yet, because uh, we want to give our recommendation for uh, Christian Bale movies. And I'm really excited to hear why Ty thinks Reign of Fire is his best film. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's not true. Reed doesn't know what Christian Bale movie I think is the best. best this one. Kids. Was he in Swing Kids? Wasn't he? I don't know. I don't remember that. Is am I thinking of Newsies? <laughs> yeah, very different movies. Like <laughs> fifty years apart in timing, no less. No, like twenty-five. No, yeah, 50, like fifty years. Anyway, also wrong continent. You know this. I do. Um, no, Newsies has to be at or near the top of the list. That's such a good movie. And uh, also. Um, Hostiles, Ugh. also Out of the Furnace, yeah, also Batman Begins, all the Batmans. Yeah, he's a great actor. <laughs> yeah, I can't pick just one. This is the toughest one Reed's ever, Reed chooses these, and this is the toughest one ever. <laughs> this is the toughest. Yes. Uh, okay, I had forgotten about Hostiles, and I think he is great in that. Ugh, I think I'll say that. What, what it, before you had forgot about Hostiles, what was your pick? I don't, I'm, it's, it's like not his performance, so maybe that doesn't count, but I like The Big Short, and I know Gosh, you don't. She is. Yeah, Vice and The Big Short are the two black marks on Christian Bale's uh, <laughs> filmography. Uh, but his, his role is not especially memorable in The Big Short, so I'm, I'm happy you reminded me of Hostiles. Also, he was in that one... Wasn't he in a Terrence Malick film about Hollywood? Harsh Times? I didn't even see it. Hard it Times? Looked, yeah. It looked tough. It looked rough. Yeah, not... I don't know. The trailer for the upcoming Terrence Malick movie looks so good, but I have never enjoyed one of his movies, so I don't know how the hidden life is going to turn out. I know. It looks like it's a more traditional... or not. I wasn't saying more traditional. It looks like he actually tells a story. Right? Yeah. Yes. But it's it's probably not going to be linear. <laughs> it's going to be all over the place. And even, yeah, even like in the trailer, you can see sort of how his camera moves. It's like really close up to people. Very intimate. 
And I think that's still going to, that's going to be okay. Cause I, I think I like his movie style. I just don't know about his storytelling. Yeah. He's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful filmmaker. I mean, I think he does even in that trailer. Yeah. You can just see how the camera moves. Uh, like it's just not traditional. It, it focuses on not on faces always in this beautiful way. Anyway, looks good. Let's yeah. hope. Well, Ty never wants to do trailer talk with me, so we'll we'll get back to the movie at hand. Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, I don't like. I don't I'm like just talking kidding. about trailers. Yeah, no, you're the one that's like always. Let's set a schedule. <laughs> <laughs> someone someone has a project management background. Keeps things moving. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, and and we're better off for it. Uh, maybe. Uh, all right. So Ford versus Ferrari. I think. People were pretty hyped for this movie. I think the trailer is good and sort of this pairing of Damon and Bale is exciting. But how do you think this movie did in kind of conveying that relationship? Uh, between Colby and um, Carol Kane. Shelby. Oh, Carol Shelby. And what's the other guy's name? Kane. Sure. Dang. Ba- I can't. Bale, Bale, and Damon. Um, I, I loved it. I thought their relationship was great. I thought Christian Bale. I mean, this is not this is not going to be my favorite Christian Bale movie ever. Uh, in terms of his performance, yeah. I mean, it's just, he's a little impish, just kind of strange, intentionally probably, um, but a little bit off putting. But not. This is a very mild critique, and what I mean to say is their dynamic was, I thought, very good. Yeah, I think the scenes between those two. We're engaging. I think the scenes without Damon and Bale interacting aren't as engaging. And I sort of lost my interest in in that. Uh, And I would say maybe even especially the race scenes where I didn't think it was very gripping to watch him drive or watch him look over at other drivers and smirk at them. I, I don't know. Okay. There was a few scenes. Well, I don't I don't know. I thought the race was okay. I mean, he does, he does do a lot of smirking. That's true. Uh, I thought there were a few scenes where it felt very um, stuck in there to be, to give thematic summaries or I don't know, like the one when he's with his kid on the, watching the sunset felt very artificial to me. And I think, yeah. The perfect lap talking about that. And then his son whispers it as he does it in the race. You found that too much? <laughs> yes. I did. <laughs> it's unrealistic. That's true. That it would be that cute and tied up. His wife, I, I like the actress a lot. I don't know her, but uh, she didn't have much of an arc or much depth to her, unfortunately. Also, you never see, I mean, like a simple example of that would be, why not show a little bit more about how she's devastated by his death? Or what that means for their family or who she blames. That's what I wanted to know. Yeah. I mean, she's she's just there to sort of react to things or be his emotional reasoning. I guess she gets the one scene where she's driving the car. That's a pretty good scene. That is good. It was a funny scene. Yeah. I feel like it I feel like it didn't have a I didn't feel like it didn't have a huge arc to it. I, I I liked it a lot. I thought it was a good premise. But I was like, oh, if I was directing it, I would have just. She goes to from zero to hundred immediately. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> um, I, I guess I also think the stuff with the executives and interacting with Ferrari, it takes up a big a big portion of the introduction of this movie, right? You're not 
you're not really with Shelby or Kane at the beginning. You're spending all the time with Ford. And I don't know if, if it sets up the stakes a little bit, but I wish they had spent more time in, I don't know, with, yeah, with those characters. What is Damon's personal life like? Right? Do you ever see him not interacting with the car? No, you don't. Yeah, you don't yeah. get to see his personal life. Yeah, I had that exact thought. I, I don't know how many minutes in, maybe like a half an hour in. It was way too long in. I was like, oh, they should have started the movie right here. I'm actually interested now. You didn't need all that backstory. Yeah, it's like people can understand Ford wants to win this race. He was insulted. Yeah, that's a good point. I think filmmakers reading the history might think, oh, there's this intrigue, this um, you know, corporate competition, and they think that needs to be in there. But that's actually not the story. That's not the thing you care about. Right. And it just takes away from the character development of the two, you know, really interesting and engaging people. Yeah. And I wanted to see more about, I mean, we have no idea why he was in the, why um, Bale's character was in the U S and uh, why he, well, we get a little bit of his personality, I guess. I don't know. You're, I just feel like, yeah, we could have explored that more for sure. His kid's kid saves his trophies, you know, out of the garbage. And then that never comes back. I feel like that has to come back. That's to pay off. Yeah, like they could have even just showed a picture of him with all of his trophies after his death. Yeah. Ugh. We could do it, Ty, screenwriters. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been telling you for years. <laughs> uh, well, months. Months. <laughs> I think the other problem I had with the race scenes where it, it was hard for me to be in it was that it felt very computer generated, right? Like, I think the cars like looked a little too wet or I don't know. It just, it seems so low stakes to me. Why did the cars looking computer generated make it feel low, low stakes? That just takes me out of it. More like, it's more like a, a video game. There's no, it's not real. There's no realism. Okay. Did you look it up? I don't know if they really shot, if they really um, raced the cars. They probably didn't. I mean, I, I, I'm sure they did some shots of cars driving and, you know, there is bail inside those cars. Sometimes, but not, I'm sure he was not really driving at 200 miles an hour. No, <laughs> probably not. No. <laughs> that scene when he drove uh, Henry Ford the second and he starts crying. I love that scene actually. Right. And they do a good, that's a good, like kind of emotional, like, I just wish my dad could have seen this moment. Although he said, yeah. he says, daddy, I never. Is that because our dad says daddy about his dad? <laughs> It is. It's the weirdest thing to me. I don't get why old people say mommy and daddy or mama <laughs> and daddy. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I also will never say that. <laughs> I thought I, 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 I don't know. If you, how, do you have a, an opinion about Tracy Letts? Do you know who that is? The guy who plays Henry Ford Jr. Or second. I had no idea. Or <clears throat> I couldn't place him from any other thing that I've seen. I wasn't sure who he was. I'm, I looked him up afterwards and I really he's realized he is in other things, but I, mean, I don't know anything about Henry Ford the second, but it seemed like he kind of adopted a personality that made sense, sort of bravado insecurity about having inherited the company. I think that all came across in his, his portrayal. Yeah. He's a, yeah, he's a Pulitzer prize winning actor and playwright, which is amazing. And he's in a bunch, he was in um, lady bird and, the post. Yeah. It's a famous dude. I, th- I thought he was good in this film. I don't know. I didn't understand 
why he kept going back on his word or why he like a central conflict in the film is the other executive whose name I can't pronounce. BB. Uh, BB. Yeah. It's like, it was a weird name. BB. BB. I don't know. <laughs> um, why did he keep getting control or power? Cause it seemed like Shelby would convince Ford and then would never explain why like, Ten minutes later in the film, okay, never mind. And then he would do it, and then it's like, okay, never mind. It just—I don't know—it just didn't explore those uh, kind of the deeper motives behind the power struggles. Yeah, you're you're just seeing the outcome of it, or the the Lee Iacocca character telling him about it. But why did? I mean, I know they have that conversation around the new Mustang, where he insults him. Yeah, he insults it, but it's like. I don't know. Why is he so hung up on this guy not being success, not getting to have success? Yeah. Maybe people are just petty and angry sometimes. I don't know. I guess. Do you think he, that Ford, I don't know in real history if this is true or not, but do you think that Ford executive asked him to come in tied knowing that he would get screwed over by that rule? No, I don't think so. Do you? Well, it seems like it, it would be better for the dr- drama. I, yeah, see, w- my point is they left it ambiguous in the way it is now, and I wish they would have not left it ambiguous. I wish they would have shown him getting in one last chance to screw Shelby. Or, yeah, even just explaining to someone, like, if we can get them to tie, McLaren will get the win. He could have said that, even. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I get, I get that you want some things to be ambiguous, but you also want characters to have agency and, and make choices with stakes and see that things are intentional, not random. Yeah. And I mean, maybe the thing that I would find more appealing or interesting is uh, just a documentary about how this like car was created and this, this effort from Ford. But I thought, I mean, this movie focused a lot on just the personal or interpersonal relationships and not, I mean, they, they get the, basically finished car delivered from McLaren's um, studio in England. And then they make modifications to it. But I think that there'd be more interest or I would be more interested in sort of how that whole process comes together. Or I don't know, maybe there seems to be another movie about McLaren because his kind of intro into racing and process seems very interesting to me. Well, and so we see him a little bit in this film, right? He is there, yes, and he's one of the racers. But it's like he just delivers that GT40, you yeah. know, they, from the plane in England. But a lot of work would have had to go into making the car to that point. Yeah. Yes, you're right. I don't think I'm, I don't think I want to see that documentary, or I would see it, but it's like not at the top of my list. Okay. I mean, what do you imagine is the drama there? You'd want to see how he's deciding each angle of each fender cover kind of, or, uh, well, I guess maybe that's why it would be a better as a documentary. Cause I don't think there has to be a drama as much as just somebody invested in their craft. I don't know. Isn't the G- hero James dreams of sushi an interesting documentary because it's an expert. I don't know. I never saw it. What? You actually watch documentaries and you never saw that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's too, it's too mainstream. You no, know, I just don't. I'm just like the rest of you. 
when it comes time to actually hit play at Netflix, I go to the garbage. You're you're doing that watch through of Blacklist round two. Oh, I should do that. Wait, I was Wait, joking. Blacklist? Oh, I thought you meant Black Mirror. Oh. <laughs> I love Black Mirror. Okay. Are there other aspects of Ford vs. Ferrari that you did enjoy? You did get to see a little bit of that um, engineering with the little ropes or cloths tied to the car. I thought that was interesting. Okay, but what did they change on the car after that? Do you know? They had to. They did it because they said the air was getting trapped, in other words. So they had to make somewhere where there could be air intake. Add an extra air intake place. I want to see that. Maybe I just, I'm more of a details person. I'm just like, show me. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I think most people, they must think most people don't want that level of detail, but I agree. It would be interesting. I feel like, I do feel like I got to understand how three cars, all made by the same basic design, could end up racing against each other and one could be dominant because they're making subtle changes like airflow and the brakes and the weight, the materials. I don't know. I thought it was remarkable at the end that you learned that they, the car that they designed won four years in a row. And it's the only time an American design cars won. That's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, you know, I love a Chiron stat. I know. To finish a movie. We should, if we were renaming this podcast, we should call it waiting for Chirons. (laughs) Maybe, maybe it's not bad. Not bad. Okay. Are there things that really bothered you uh, with this movie? No, just that 30 minutes in being like, uh, why don't you start right here? That's it. Yeah, I, I guess I think... Get it, uh, off, get it off your chest. <laughs> uh, just to have Christian Bale's family, but uh, just almost exclusively for plot devices, I don't know. Just I don't think they showed so much of the drama of the situation. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, Ty, what are you going to rate Ford versus As, Ferrari? Of oh. course, of course, at least his family made it in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, maybe Shelby's going to be very problematic. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Shelby's kind of a skis ball, right? At the beginning, at least. It's a perfect role for Matt Damon. He does that very well. I just don't really like him. Just like I don't really like Shelby kind of has a bad vibe, an off putting vibe. What's well, like these, these people doing, who don't. Who don't care about how they're perceived? Like I don't know. Don't you think if if you had no social pressure, if you didn't care at all about how people felt about you, you would be a jerk? And that's what <laughs> those, both of these people feel like. Oh, I don't. That's extreme. Also, I do feel like I don't care what people think about me. Reed, am I a jerk? Maybe. I have never called you a jerk. No, I don't. It's an interesting point. I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I feel like one of the most interesting plot points in the film is when. Bale's character decides to slow down, right? Because that's the that's one of the times when he has a choice. It's an active choice, and he's actually torn, and it shows growth. But do you think? I guess even if he had survived the testing, do you think Ford would have let him race again? Because that that executive BB was just going to be more powerful after that win. Like I was just like, these people have screwed you and are going to screw you again. Why would you slow down? Yeah. No, I, I was shocked when he did slow down. Not shocked, I guess, but I, was, I didn't expect him to. I thought, I thought the big climax would be the fight um, with BB and Shelby afterwards, 
And it's when Shelby would finally say, screw you. I'm not going to do, or I don't care what you say, but that was not it. Instead. Yeah. Something else. Yeah. Well, cause I don't know anything about cars, classic cars really, but I think Shelby kept working with Ford for a long time. Yeah. They made a car together and he made a lot of money off Ford. Yeah. You know, they, and well, and they made money off him. They used his, his brand. All right. What are you going to rate Ford versus Ferrari out of five type? Well, I came in thinking it was a four. I'm going to stick with that. This conversation, a- this conversation has not made it, made it me like it better. Oh no. I, we've really done a role reversal where I'm the downer. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a three. Um, I, I didn't feel as engaged with this movie. So just middle of the road. Okay. Okay. All right. You're not a Ford guy. I get it. Well, definitely not. Uh, I guess we should have set up top what our allegiances are. Yeah. Tell you what car cars are you into? Ferraris. <laughs> no, a Ford. I, I had a Ford truck for years. I love Ford. Our family, you know, growing up, we had a Ford Econoline uh, van. Classic. Got my, got my first speeding ticket in that car. <laughs> but now you're last. <laughs> no. Uh, do you have another uh, recommendation for the listeners? Something to watch, read, or listen to? Uh, well, I don't know when you're going to hear this, listeners, but it's a big deal. This week is a huge deal in the Tottenham Hotspur world. Did you hear what happened? Coach? We freaking hired Jose Mourinho who I think is a really bad human being. We'll we'll see if he, uh, if maybe that doesn't matter and he's a good coach or I don't, I predict that uh, he's over the hill and it's going to be a a nasty struggle. Does winning absolve all past problems? It's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I'll feel. It's like, you know, it's like if Trump did a good job running the country, would you vote for him again? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, well, that's because I because I, I didn't vote for him the first time. <laughs> I want that you're to like, be very clear. You're like, but I would vote for him for the first time. <laughs> uh, okay. Jose Mourinho's first match for Tottenham Hotspur is on Saturday against West Ham. We'll see if he turns things around. You going? Oh, I wish. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I am not going. I have to. I'm producing a dance performance in New York City this weekend. Exciting. Okay. Nice. Uh, my recommendation is going to be a TV show that is on FX. And I think it is made or filmed. It's definitely filmed in Australia. I don't know if it was on Australian television initially and now it's on FX, uh, but it's called Mr. In Between. And it's about an Australian hitman. Oh, and I could just listen to those accents all day. <laughs> nice. And maybe I'll do a double feature Australian. Uh, Mr. In Between is kind of light, fun. And a much darker Australian product was uh, Nightingale. You watched I w- it? I did watch it. And I would not recommend it. But I think there were some very strong emotional aspects of that movie. Oh, I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't think I could handle it. You are the weaker of the brothers in that sense, though. (laughs) That's true. 
What what platform did you watch Nightingale on? Oh, I think it was on Hulu. And what do you watch FX shows on? Also Hulu. And what's your Hulu password for the listeners? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, get at me, dude. We can work out a work out a deal. Are you watching Disney Plus? I don't have it. Haven't bummed anybody's yet. Well, no. We can talk about, can talk about <laughs> that too. Yeah. I mean, I would mostly just use it for Frozen. Cool. <laughs> wow. Okay. Tough crowd. No, I, I would want to see The Mandalorian. I, I read it wasn't super great, but. Oh, I've liked it so far. Okay. And then I, I watched. It's great when you can just like stream it. I just watched like half of one of the Star Wars movies because I would just skip the scenes I didn't want to watch and go watch the good ones. And it was fun. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. It also has National Geographic content, I learned today. It does. So, there's that. Haven't watched any of that yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to know the first time you do. I want to know the first time <laughs> it gets to the point where you're to be like National Geographic over a Pixar movie. It's a, That'd be a low point in my life. Who knows? <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, listening to our conversation about Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe, tell people about it. We appreciate the grassroots marketing effort. Yeah, we do. Our marketing budget's low. Uh, all right. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. Oh, Ty. You know I now have that audio clip. <laughs> I, hope it, I hope it makes it in the podcast. I'll drop, drop that in at the end. <laughs> so loud. Apparently they're stopping right in front of our house. Reed, are you on fire? Mm, This girl is on fire. Bye. Bye.